right. Welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brother Sportscast. Real talk, real fans. We bring you Michigan football each and every week. My name is Caleb, and with me as always is Craig. And I'm running on fumes here a little bit. I actually got out of work like two hours ago. So we had an event tonight that we had to do, and so I got home, did a couple things, and then we got ready to record here. But besides that, Craig, how's it going? A lot of yawning, a lot of getting by. Yeah, I'll be I'll be getting by tonight. I mean, I uh, was hoping that we wouldn't have to push this back because the draft is coming up later this week. And so yep. we're trying to get this out of here before, uh, so that people can have time to listen to it before all the draft shenanigans happens, because that's always big. And uh, we wanted to get this out there on the uh, website before the draft. But uh, yeah, I don't know. it's coming up. Could be a record day from Michigan football, so which is pretty good. So we'll see how that goes. Well, Thursday goes, so you never know with this draft stuff, man. There's always like, you know, it's funny is you know, and I can bring this up is these mock drafts you see on TV. I think they're kind of silly. Oh, they're a joke. They're they're a joke, and I I'm not exactly sure why people watch them because they're never on the money, anyways. There's always trades going on, so I'm like. Why are you doing them when you know people are trading in and out? So why even say this person fits per- perfectly for this team when it doesn't really happen that way? Yeah. It's well, just... I, I mean, uh, they. <laughs> the problem that I have with it more is they change it, on, uh, especially when they do it for so long. Like they do a mock draft, like what, even before the national championship game or something for college, it's, I don't even know when, but it's ridiculous. And they, they change it on purpose. Like they'll, they'll make some, they'll make a big change. Like, Oh, this guy was in the third round. I think he could go as early as maybe the end of the first round. And they just do it to generate it's clickbait. Yeah. They they need to they do maybe at the very beginning they're very honest and maybe at the very end they're honest, but all that crazy stuff in the middle you know they're making up a lot of it because it's boring if you go what like month to month week to week or whatever and you just change one player from oh he might go twenty one uh, instead of thirtieth <laughs> that's not that's not gonna be that interesting so they're like oh. This is so unexpected. This guy could possibly go in the first round instead of the third round. It's like either you were keeping that from us or you're just pulling something out of the bag to try to make it sound cool and flashy. Yeah, and most people know that your best players are going to probably come in the second round and third round. The first round, the very front end of the draft is like all drama, and it's like – and. I'd say most of those players, some of those players are wanting pan out. So it's kind of like silly to even do a mock draft because there's so many, you know, you know, you see it when you get like, oh, yeah, the Lions picks in and then all of a sudden there's a trade bomb <laughs> and then they drop down or they dropped out of the first round to get more players. And you're like, OK, well, that's cool or whatever. But they don't know. They're just kind of doing what they think. And I'm like, well. You're not the 
you're not the GM, you're not the owner, and you're not the coach. So I'm not exactly sure what, you know, they're not taking your advice. If they did, I would listen, but they don't. So who cares? <laughs> All right. Okay, here you go. Here's, here's a great question for you. What is a bigger joke, mock drafts or ESPN's football power index? <laughs> Jeez. Wow. That's a good one, man. <laughs> that that we might have to do a poll or something with that. Yeah, you might have to. <laughs> I mean, like I, Mel Kuyper does some of the stuff and like some of them are reasonable. But like I said, uh, when you get into that stuff where they do those crazy moves on saying, wow, this guy's jumping up so high. It's that stuff's drama. I mean, when they do it straightforward, I feel like there are a couple times through the leading up to the draft where it's actually reason, some reasonable mock drafts out there. But a lot of them, when they do more than one, right? like they keep changing it, they feel like they have to change it to make people interested in it. So that yeah. that's stuff that I hate. And I also hate the football power index. So when they go on, you know, I don't mind breaking down a player and seeing what their tangibles are. But when you get, when you're rambling at about a player about, Everything about him, I'm like, I get, like, really bored <laughs> quickly. But I'm like, really? Do we have to really cover this much about this one player? This is ridiculous. So, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into a little bit about that because that's part of our conversation today. But we don't want to overlap the discussion. So, I guess before we do that, we'll go ahead and transition then into uh, the uh, Michigan football talk here coming up. All right, draft week. Hold on. Oh, yeah. That's some great water, dude. Oh, yeah. Good stuff right there. You got my bottle of water right here, man. I'm drinking it up. How, how much uh, How much are you drinking over there? Right now, I'm half a, bo- half a bottle. So I got like nine more to go. Nice. Well, I got some for you. Yeah. I mean, oh. well, you know what? If I drank nine, I'd probably pee my bed. It's, <laughs> I really would. I mean, I got a kind of a girly bladder. So that's a lot of water. <laughs> yeah. There, there is such a thing as kind of a little bit too much water, but there is somebody who has uh, nothing against water. That's for sure. Yeah. It's cold. And that's what I call high quality a tool. Oh! <laughs> I don't know if that was loud enough. I just tried to get that as fast as I could, getting a little bit of water boy there. Yeah. But uh but yeah, so I mean if everybody should know kind of what we're getting at here. Um the technical term is a diluted sample. That was taken for Jabril Peppers at the NFL Combine, and which qualifies as a failed test, which in technical terms, yes, is failed because they were not able to get a accurate result. Um, but that right. does not mean that was a positive uh, sample, that, that he tested positive for any kind of a drug or anything. Right. 
So he falls into then the NFL drug protocol program something. I don't know exactly yep. what it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but he has got heat like crazy. Now, yeah. I, I might be wrong. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm on social media on a good regular basis and everything. And, of course, I know there's a big difference between a Michigan player and a non-Michigan player because – I mean, hear a lot more about Michigan player than not Michigan player, but for what I have seen from the national media, yeah, with this Jabril Peppers situation, where the heck was this for Reuben Foster? <laughs> yeah, right. And, and right. here's I'm here's the thing: would, I would hoping you would bring that guy up because well, it's true, and the guy has a history. Yeah, and, and yeah, he's already got some other stuff that they were saying were some issues. Uh, he's also expected to be a higher draft pick, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes, mistaken. he is. Yes, he is. And yep. here's here's this part, too. I, I can't – however long ago the combine was, Reuben Foster's failed information, and, and maybe I missed it, maybe something else came out. There were reports of it, and I'm finding articles five days ago for Reuben Foster's failed drug oh, yeah. test. Yep. Jabril Peppers, so five days ago – Today's Tuesday. We're talking about the same test here. Yeah. So last week, whatever, Thursday, Friday, last week, something. So that information comes out at the end of last week. Uh, And like I said, I I really didn't hear anything about it. I don't even know if I saw a single thing about it until maybe today or yesterday. But then Jabril Pepper's information comes out Sunday night or Monday. And it's like the whole world explodes. And national media is going crazy and of course we know the typical people outside of national media who are going crazy about it and it's just like where how are i don't understand i know there are a lot of tests and everything but how is there that big of a gap when test results are coming back and second of all why is it taking so long for these test results to get done right i know it's really ridiculous and i'm guessing you're probably a little jab at canal you know, I read something that you're talking about, you know, him taking a lot of heat from Michigan fans about him saying kind of ripping peppers about the diluted sample. And I'm like, and I, I loved your response going, well, what else did you expect? You're going to get Michigan fans on you when you say stuff like that. It's almost like he was, he pretty much said he failed with a, you know, failed his drug test. And I'm like, he failed it, but it wasn't anything that he did drugs. It, it, to me, it seems like the media thinks that he actually did drugs. It's just a diluted sample. We don't know anything. We just know that one thing we do know is Peppers doesn't have a history of um, failed any kind of problems with drugs or any kind of anything like that. So that's what, what I'm banking on. But some of this media you're talking about is ridiculous, man. Well, yeah, well, no benefit of the doubt. No, hey, we don't know. It's automatically he must have smoked weed, or he must have done something. <laughs> yeah, well, it's bias, and it's bringing up other weird, stupid stuff too. Because what Danny Cannell said was, uh, th- "This is what's so stupid, so stupid." He says most people criticizing my comments about Jabril Peppers spelled his name wrong, by the way. Drug tests are UM fans, Michigan fans. And I was just like, I I quoted it. I was just like, did you really expect other fans to criticize your comments on a Michigan player 
and I said, really, I'm asking a serious question. What what does he expect? Does he expect other Big Ten uh, fans to jump in there and be like, you shouldn't criticize a Michigan player. You should right. you should be nice to Jabril. You right. shouldn't act like what well, I mean. It's almost like he just got into national media. You understand how this works. I'm not in national media. I understand how this works. If you say something negative, if it's true or not, about right. a football player from a specific team, that the fans of that team are probably going to criticize you, and they are probably going to be the ones that mostly criticize you. Yeah. It's and- like a, a Wow, watch out. I mean, that's crazy. It's unheard of. I I felt like that was the dumbest thing he could say. But then he goes on to say that they, the Michigan fans, probably thought that he, Jabril Peppers, was really hurt at the Orange Bowl, too. And so so he starts. Yeah, this starts a different conversation, obviously. um, Yeah. Falling in the lines of, in a way, echoing. Greg Henson and far as what he was saying and getting a lot of flack on Twitter for that. So, and I, you know, we won't dive into that, but, but yeah, you're right. They bring it up. It sounds like, well, you should know that we have the biggest fan base on Twitter. He know he should know that we do uh, Michigan fans do, and he should know that we're going to defend right now. Uh, probably one of the, a great player who is a great leader for Michigan and, and, we think it's going to be do really, really well. And he has no history of this. So we have that on our side to talk about. And yet Cannell is acting like the dude is, you know, bonging. I mean, look, now I'll bring this up. And I brought this up on Twitter as I, I believe it was last year's draft where they literally had a guy from what uh, old miss. Yeah. Bonging. <laughs> we, on Twitter, and he had a get you know a, a video of it, and this was right before the draft, and the guy got drafted too. I think in the second or third round because of, yeah, it bumped him down. But Jabril is getting way more heat for this than that I did, and you saw him bonging. And I'm going, are you kidding me? It makes no sense to me. Yeah, well, with him, it was almost kind of like people were just reacting like, wow, really? Dude, how stupid can you be? Like, it almost seemed like people did not scold him or get upset with him. I know I'm not being completely accurate. There were those people for sure. But it seemed like the popular response was, wow, this guy's an idiot. Why would you do this? And then here is Peppers, who has a diluted test, which has – several different possibilities of what exactly happened. And then people are getting all pissed about it. Right. I know. And it's just like, what in the world? And then, uh, yeah. And then he's got other stuff with that old miss player too, because of accepting money and things like that. And that, that blew over in like, yeah, quickly days. Yeah. And who knows with this to bring up what you're talking about, obviously Ruben Foster, while back before Jabril Peppers, you know, he's the linebacker at Alabama, tested positive for the same thing, but uh, you're right. And, you know, they are treating it as a positive test. So, but um, both those guys are going to be going into the, I guess, the drug program and they're going to be subject to additional, probably an unannounced test. 
And I'm like, I'm sure Peppers will be fine with that. I just think, you know, he didn't know. I think, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm thinking, I don't believe he did anything wrong. I just think that maybe he had, maybe he took some, something for aches and pains, you know, that's a, a drug or a prescribed something that you're not supposed to have while you go to combine. I don't know. It could be a headache me- medicine. Who knows? Well, that that's the thing. It's if you from don't know what I've from my understanding of what I've read, it's the test was too diluted. So it's not like it picked up something that wasn't supposed to. Right. It just was not able to get an accurate test because they're not supposed to uh, drink too much water because it's, it dilutes it and blah, blah, blah. And so it was an inaccurate test, therefore a failed test. So it's not that he tested positive for something. And this is the same for Foster from what I understand. So right. my question is cramping, right. And yeah. that history of cramping and you know, obviously he flew to San Diego and uh, supposedly was, both of them weren't feeling good yeah. at certain points in time, but it's just like, okay, this is 2017. I've taken drug tests for jobs. Some of them you can have the same day results. Now, obviously, those are not the urine ones or whatever, but there are different things you can do with it. But it's just like if you fail the drug test, which you should be able to find out pretty quickly, or if uh, not failed, but if it wasn't, if it was too diluted to get an accurate result, take another one. Like, have them take another one. Now, of course, the one thing that could be missing from doing that, which I understand or that I at least want to bring up is, depending on how long it does take, which, yes, it's at least going to take a day or days or something, maybe not months or whatever it was, I don't know if that affects how long some of the things can be in somebody's system. Right. So maybe it still might not be considered accurate to them. But it's better than if you wait however long it's been from the combine and just be like, oh, we're just going to say that you failed and you have to enter the drug program. That ju- It just makes more sense to me, but I don't know. Right, right. Do you think this will affect his uh, draft stock? Yes and no. I mean, he's still going to probably go high, and uh, – some some people might be talking negative about it because they just want him to drop a little bit more so their team can pick him up. Yeah, I, to me, I don't understand at all how this would affect him. I, I I don't know about the NFL. I don't know how you know teams would think this, but to me, I don't see how it can because the very fact is he doesn't have a history of that when Reuben Foster does. Yeah. You know, and so I'm like, he's got a checkered history and you've got Peppers who doesn't, who's been a great leader at Michigan throughout his uh, football career. And so I'm like, that should at least make you go, okay, you know what? This guy's for real. You know, maybe something just, you know, he just made a mistake or whatever. But um, I'm just, I'm shocked that, you know, something like small as this, that Peppers would do. I don't think Peppers is that much of an idiot to know that what th- three or four days or whatever. But how long did it take? You said took forever, right? Yeah. I, when was the? Uh, let me see if I can get the exact. Like what month ago? Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can get a date. You're right. That's that's a long time. February twenty eighth, I think. No. Oh, wow. 
So yeah, so over a month and a half ago. <laughs> okay. No, come on. <laughs> Come on. With the hex test and the stuff, man. So NFL, they've got money. You know it can happen. Well, you know one of the things I do like about what's going on is you got a lot of players that are backing him. You know, a lot yeah. of former players and current players that are backing him saying, hey, this happens all the time. We cramp. We drink a lot of water. Our, you know, our piss gets diluted. It happens, you know. It's, so it's it's not unheard of. It just seems like on the in the media – the word diluted and peppers seem to be going hand in hand and it's all over, it's blown way out of proportion and they're just running with this so well okay here here's my stance on it and i might get a little heat from this but i mean let me explain and i've had a little bit of a talk with people on social media about it and i've had people relatively support my thought process with this but uh to be honest I don't know Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers does not know me. I have not met him. I have not interacted with him. Uh, but from what we've seen and what other people have said about him, he seems to be a stand-worthy guy, and I that's what I believe. Um, but could it be possible that maybe he had marijuana or something or whatever um, before the combine? Yeah, it's a possibility. So even if that were the case, as we've seen other players do in the past you know it's a mistake something was going wrong um it's not this test is not positive or negative it was inaccurate and that was the problem so they labeled it as a fail right so the thing that confuses me and that annoys me is that the the hate and the bashing going on not not by fans really but really by people in the national media who are getting uh, like upset with Jabril Peppers and what he's done, and it's just like and kind of what we were saying before about uh, Laramie Tunsil last year. People were just like, "Oh, he's stupid." I mean, that was really dumb to do. There wasn't a lot of upset heat and things with that, and it's just like it, they they treat people so differently, which I can kind of understand. I mean, you know, nobody's the same and everything, but it just seems like Jabril yeah. Pepper has always taken. He and this is just blown up in his face, and I I have not seen the same thing with other Reuben Foster. Right. I I don't know. I don't, maybe it's out there. I'm not saying that I know it's not, but I have not seen the same thing. So I just don't understand where the bashing and the hating comes from. Is it possible they failed? Yes, it's possible because it was an inaccurate test. But you don't have to hate the guy and bash the guy because there are so many other people who've done the same thing. Yeah, let me throw this out at you then. Okay, let's say the reason is that it the very fact that it is Jabril Peppers and the fact is what does Jabril bring to the table? Not as a not character, not personal, nothing against him. It's Jabril Peppers, the player. We know what he did at Michigan. We know how we play at Michigan and how outstanding and just fantastic. Uh, football player he was, but you're talking about Jabril Peppers going into the NFL who played at least five positions. And out of all the players in the top 10 or even the first round, the one that's getting the most buzz as far as anybody in there is Jabril Peppers because the very fact is they don't know where to put him. 
They don't know he's going to be at safety. They don't know he's going to be at linebacker. They don't know what he's going to do. He's going to be a returner, but they don't know. And that's causing all kinds of like firestorms within uh, teams. And do they want to take a chance on him because, you know, he could be at linebacker and not be that good, or they could put him at safety and, you know, he may not be that good at that position. They don't know. But do you think, and I'll ask you this, Caleb, is do you think that's why Jabril's make getting all the heat out there because of the very fact that he's a hybrid player and there's not a lot of players that actually went to the NFL draft like him? I honestly have no clue. <laughs> I, I'm not I sure. I think it is. I think the very fact is he's already been a lightning rod for media because they don't know to replace him. Um, I think if this was another Michigan player, let's say uh, any of the other ones you want to throw out, let's say it was Darbo. Okay, let's say Darbo did this. I don't think you'd be hearing this at all. I don't think you would hear it. I think they would just kind of mention it. It'd be just like Ruben Foster. I think the very fact is Peppers is a lightning rod, uh, not him. It's just way he way Jim Harbaugh used him and how he is play. He's a, he has, is as a player, and I think that's why he's causing all. You know, he's not causing it, but I think that's why the media is just so talking about this so much. But uh, that's my thought and my opinion. So. Well, maybe kind of with that, but the way that I would see it more, um, the way that would make more sense in my mind is it's almost like the Harbaugh effect. Right. Where who Harbaugh is and the attention that he has already gotten on social media and sports and in general news, Mm -hmm. the littlest thing happens and it blows up. And that's kind of the same thing with Jabril Peppers. I don't think it's so much the fact that he plays so many different positions. I think it's just that he's been talked about so much. Like at different times. I mean, he was a Heisman finalist. People talked about him all the time. Yep. um, I guess part part of it. That's my point, Caleb, I was trying to make. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. I totally forgot about that. You talk about the Heisman race. No one – he had a – he had a – he had a – you know, cloud around him on that. Everybody from you know, not Michigan fans, but most of the fans, the the, the rivalry fans, and the people that hate us, and and a lot of the media. You got uh, Paul Feinbaum. Everybody was ripping on Peppers on saying, you know, he doesn't deserve the Heisman. You know, he doesn't have that many interceptions. He doesn't, you know, he shouldn't even be in the same breath as some of these other players. And he ends up getting in there. And you're right that he caused a firestorm because a lot. <laughs> To me, I think it's just because of the what 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 he is, and and you're right. Jim Harbaugh has a lot to do with it too. Well, I'm not saying so much that it's like from Jim because of Jim Harbaugh or playing right. for Jim Harbaugh, right? But it's the same kind of concept where Jim Harbaugh has been such a, a name that's been mentioned so much in different circumstances that when any little thing happens, it becomes big news, right? Um, and that it's kind of the same thing with appears to be like with Jabril Peppers because he was brought up so much, uh, sometimes in positive light, sometimes in negative light, and he was a Heisman finalist and he was a spectacular player and there were all these positive things and sometimes he met expectations, sometimes he didn't perform as well as people thought and everything and then they talked about his combine performance and these other things and where is he going to go in the draft and 
uh, all this different stuff. And then there's this other thing that happens with a lot of different players and happened to a different player just a few days before. But since it's Jabril Peppers and we talk about him so much or we see his name all over the place, it has to be a bigger deal and blown up. Now, I, I understand that. I understand how people might make it a bigger deal than it is. But like I said, I go back to I do not understand where the hate and all the bashing comes from. Right. Yeah. It's well, it is pretty much Michigan versus everyone now, isn't it? That's what seems <laughs> it sure like. seems like that. It sure seems like that. So yeah, this Thursday draft. Yeah. Tonight, it, it'll see how it goes. Um Mel Kuyper, obviously they he has him at 28th overall going to Dallas and then McShay has him 31 going to Atlanta Falcons. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know where he's going to go, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to watch that, but yeah, it's keeping on this kind of subject, not specifically part of this is going to be with your bro peppers, but um, before we move on to a completely different subject, players draft stock, something was put out there. I think it was again today. Mm-hmm. On um, the uh, something along the lines of some article that said we will be able to see in this year's draft how much it affects a player's draft stock by them sitting out for their bowl game, and I call complete BS <laughs> on that. Yeah, that is such a big pile of crap. Yeah, I agree. It's it's so stupid. I cannot understand that. The only thing that sitting out for your bowl game does mm-hmm. is keeps you from injury, the possibility of injury. That is it. Right. By playing in the bowl game or not playing in the bowl game is not really – the uh, okay, but the only other way that might come into effect, and I even put this out there when I was talking about it on social media – is if you have other questionable qualities. Right. If you have other questionable issues, then yes, they're going to look at that, um, you skipping out on a bowl game, and dissect it. But if you are Christian McCaffrey or Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette's a little bit different because he is um, not accident-prone, injury-prone. So that's a little bit different. But if you have some of those players who are like first-round draft picks who are just sitting out of the bowl game because they didn't make it to the playoffs – or they didn't to make it to a Rose Bowl or something like that, and they're just deciding to sit out, it is not going to affect their draft stock. It's not going to at all. And proof of that is everything you see with the people who have issues with uh, rape and domestic violence right. that still get drafted, that still get picked up in free agency and things like that, as well as Laramie Tunsil and people who have drug issues. Right. Yeah. If that's not going to affect your draft stock hardly at all, <laughs> then how the heck is sitting out your college bowl game really going to affect anything? I call that the biggest pile of crap for an article yeah, of saying that this is going to prove something. This diluted year. samples, and then you get this. Yeah. So let me play devil's advocate. Let's say this: Do you think that they them sitting out a, a bowl game? reflects their character and showing that 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 they might have a tendency to have take plays off uh i i don't know i'm not sure that's 
that's kind of one of those things where I feel like you dissect it more if there are other questionable issues about that player. Yeah, I agree. You know what? This is what you need to base it down on. You, you break down the film, right? You break it all every game that they play. And you look at each game, and then if you say, hey, yeah, they got a tendency to take uh, plays off, and then they don't play in the bowl game, yeah, I could see you being a little bit questionable about that. But if they play hard all games, every play of the game, and then they just don't play in the bowl game, yeah, I don't think it, I don't think NFL people really give a rip. <laughs> yeah. They want the best player, they want to win. Well, if, if about a bowl game, yeah, exactly. And how you were saying, if they were not playing a hundred percent on some plays before the bowl game, I think it would be already be an issue that people recognize before the bowl game. Right. Of course. Like, it's not like, Oh, now after the bowl game, we see this. Now we're going to start looking back and start uncovering things during the regular season. No, I, if it's an issue like that, that's really a concern. They will probably spot it before even the end of the season and be like, this player is kind of having some motivation issues in some of these plays or, you know, playing at a hundred percent and they're going to see it before then. Right. So that, that will just add to concern. That will not create concern in my opinion. That would just add to it. Right. Yeah. So. No, I agree. Yeah. It's a, it's really, really interesting if they even go forward with this. Because that's that's crap. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Given on what's going on with, you know, sampling, and then you get, you know, all these other things that are happening that are just, just you know rape allegations, and you're going, what? I think I'm hearing more about diluted samples than anything else. So, a little weird, man. Yeah, I don't know, but that that is that, and. There's a lot. We wish Jabril luck, man. Just, yeah, it's, it is what it is. NFL does its own thing and the NCAA does its own thing. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It's always fun stuff. So, um, always, always something to talk about each and every week, you know, but, uh, then that will kind of be able to bring us into our next, uh, subject of Michigan football, and that was on. This is honestly what I thought we were going to talk about this week, but apparently other things came up. But they are the football team. Well, most of the football team is currently in Italy, and I found a special song to go and kind of commemorate that. Let me see if I get here. You, you'll have to tell me if you recognize what this is from. <laughs> you know what it is? No. It's from Step Brothers. <laughs> okay. I gotta skip to the end here because you gotta get the. It's, uh, I looked up Italian songs and then I rec- realized and recognized that, uh, this was, uh, an Italian song that I sang. And then yeah. you gotta get the, gotta get the drum solo in there. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't love that movie, man? Oh, yeah. Great, great movie. <laughs> uh, everybody should know that movie. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, um, I had to find an interesting Italian song. I don't know. There were there were Tony Bennett songs and stuff all over the place. But anyways, um, yes. So Italy, yeah. Rome. How about it's, that? Yeah, team is there, and there was plenty of stuff to talk about. And so now we're gonna have to kind of cram that into a little bit smaller time frame. Uh, what uh, I'll hand it over to you. What What do you want to talk about first with the Rome trip? Well, you know. This, we've talked about this a lot. This really shows to me how much fun Jim Harbaugh has with this team and how much he thinks about his team and how much he cares about them having a good time because these are the days in college that you want to have fun. And for them to go to Rome and have a a donor – give that money to him, uh, anonymous donor who, you, you know, unnamed gave him money. And obviously Ann Arbor's it has a lot of wealthy people go there. A lot of, it's a very, the university is very well known when it comes to like a lot of doctors, a lot of surgeons in that area, a lot of special doctors, a lot of specialty, a lot of, if anybody's not lived in Michigan, usually if you have a serious issue on one, and you usually want to go to Ann Arbor and that's really where you go. And so there's a lot of money flowing through there. You know, obviously one of the donors that goes to Michigan and gives quite a bit is the Miami Dolphins owner. Um, so he goes there, but this person was able to donate this money for them to go to Rome and they're just having a blast, man. They're having practice, but they're, you know, paint had a paintball tournament today a game which was amazing watching it and having fun and and jim harbaugh you know meeting the other people and throwing the football around inside a place he shouldn't <laughs> i'm laughing my head off and he's security's like he's telling me he can't do it and i'm laughing because he's just he doesn't know and i think his dad is from there so and to watch him have a, just a blast with this team just shows you how much he cares about Michigan and he cares about this program. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you brought up some stuff that I definitely want to touch, touch on, but I'm actually going, and not to be a Debbie Downer or anything, but I'm going to touch on some of the negative things, not saying that I see anything wrong with this, but just the stupid stuff that has come up from this. Because yeah. here, Jim Harbaugh has found something fun, and entertaining to do that is educational and is definitely a team building experience because they're all traveling together. And it is within the rules of the NCAA. Yep, here we and, go. And people still hate his guts for it. <laughs> yep. They posted stuff about the paintball stuff today, and people were like, oh, that looks like it's real educational. I'm just like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? So they go over there and they see all these sites, these museums, these the uh, these locations, and do these tours and everything, and you're telling me that they can't play paintball. So if they play paintball in the United States, it's completely acceptable. Right. But the fact that they're in Italy, they can't do that. Yeah, and I actually just one the guy. dumbest issues that people bring up with it. Yeah, I actually had there was somebody that literally tweeted out and just said, Wow, it's amazing to watch Jim Harbaugh sucking all the money out of the University of Michigan to pay for his trips. And I'm like, it wasn't even that wasn't even true. It was a 
you're it's a lie it was a a, a donor they they they're not allowed to do that <laughs> they can't do that so this guy was got it all wrong and i'm like you guys just can't accept look it, it, my thing is this you can't change Harbaugh. This is the way he is. He doesn't give a rip about what you think. This is the way he is. He has. He wants to have fun with his players. He wants to get to know them like that. If he wants to be a stiff and hang around Michigan and not do anything, well, we had those before. But he's not. He's a different cat. He's not like like D'Antonio. He's not like Saban. And he's not like Urban Meyer. He's just not. So... I guess he just gives them a lot of uh, media attention. So uh, uh, maybe maybe he should just buy them cars, and then nobody will ask questions. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because that that seems to work for other people. So maybe that's more of an acceptable thing to do. Just yeah. buy them cars, and then nobody will ask questions. It's kind of like it's kind of like the kids inside a house, and you're watching the other kids play, have fun, and you're like, man, that looks like a lot of fun. I'm really pissed. And that's what these people are. It's like they're mad that their program isn't doing this for them. And I'm like, or they're saying Jim Harbaugh's is like he has ethics problem or he's he's not playing by the rules. Even though there's no really rules, he's not breaking any. But he's not really playing by the ethical rule book. And I'm like, what what is that then? I don't know what it is. Do you? No, I don't know. I mean, Look. like. It's spring practices. Oh, that's not ethically right. Okay, great. Okay, that, that's out. Uh, going to Rome. Well, you can't do that. That looks like fun. You can't. That's out. He's he's forcing <laughs> players to do stuff on their spring break. No, he's not because not everybody went on the spring break trip. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, so it's it just amazes me people's stupidity and how they've got stuff shoved so far up their butts. Yeah, that they can't even enjoy life or let other people enjoy it when they're even playing by the rules. But then also other things too, where it just amazes me how nitpicky people are uh, with different things and how they'll twist twist stuff. I I did not research this whole experience and see exactly what happened, but there was an article, uh, and you brought it up. You were just talking about how he was at a mall and he was told that he wasn't allowed to throw the football inside. Right. There was an article posted. I can't remember exactly who it was from, but it was saying that Jim Harbaugh was kicked out of an Italian mall for playing catch. And then I went into the article and it said uh, it did not in the article. It did not say that he was kicked out. The tweet that they were referencing did not say that he was kicked out. Um, it was basically stuff saying that he was scolded and he was told that he couldn't do that inside. So they took the information that he, from what I saw in that article, what they referenced and what they pulled from other sources that were talking about him, yeah, sure, getting in trouble, told to stop, and getting scolded, they turned that into, Kick. for their headline, Jim Harbaugh kicked out of an Italian mall. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds much more better when he says kicked out of a mall than yeah. scolded. I don't know. I'm like, oh, my God. It's, seriously, man, they're making up their own headlines. We put the fake news on that. Yeah, well, that that's when you say, like, you could describe it as this from saying it scolded. 
saying something along the lines of, you can't do that here, you need to stop, to being kicked out where you would say something like, you have to leave right now. Yeah. There's a huge difference between those two statements. So I just, it's laughable. No, them, according to them, kicked out means a couple bouncers actually literally grabbed him by the back <laughs> of his shirt and threw him out. They they tased him and dragged him out of the mall. Well, like United Airlines yeah. style. <laughs> exactly. Tossed him out by his, his back, his shirt, grabbed his sweater, threw him out like he's in a club. He's going clubbing. So, yeah. I just, it it's, just. Well, this, the hatred is just so evident and it's so ridiculous. And what I don't understand is how other people places can jump aboard on this you know what i mean who have no dog in this race who are you know rip on harbaugh just because it's harbaugh it it, i mean the shirt really and the saying michigan versus everyone is so true you and i see it all the time the more and more you and i get more involved in this program the more and more we see the hate and it makes me laugh, but I'm like, man, these guys just seriously, I don't know if they're trying to start something, maybe because it makes headlines. I don't know if they're trying to do it because they're trying to get attention to themselves when they do it, that it draws headlines, or they actually believe it. I don't know. There is just so much focus. I mean, I understand that Harbaugh is more of a uh, headline coach than a lot of other coaches and especially previous Michigan coaches. But there's just so much people going after Michigan. And every fan base, every group has it, but it's just like, I don't pay attention. I could really care less. I don't search things out. People come across, if something comes across my feed with another school, great. The only reason why I follow um, every uh, team's football account on Twitter is for recruiting, basically. Right, Like that is the primary thing, or maybe injuries to see when injuries happen during the season. That's really it. Other than that, I could really care less. I mean, I'll see some things that happen. Think it's funny. I'll see some things that happen that I don't like, or I could care a whole lot less about, but people search things out. There are things that I get that people comment on that. I don't even know how many months old they are. (laughs) And I'm just like, what the crap are you like? Are you just sitting there wasting time on a Monday night? Because you have nothing better to do, and you're looking six months back into my timeline. Do you get something you I said? Those, I'm glad you're the one. You get those too, because I'll go. Holy cow! I posted that like two or three months ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just like it I must have circulated that far out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can understand. I mean, if you're a troll and really good at your job and uh, being a troll and you know something that was said that applies to something, and you re, you bring that back up and bring that back to the surface and everything, that's one thing. But just to be going, I mean, how far back do you have? I just don't understand. I don't know. I don't have time for it. I don't care. And I don't really care when anybody does anything with it because usually I don't say anything because it's just like, dude, that was a six-month-old conversation. I'm not going to bring that up again. So yeah, and you're right. The the troll machine is out there, so you got to be careful and you know treat as such. 
But uh, yeah, you know the the Rome thing. I, like you said, it's got its negatives, but just because of the very fact is how much crap it's causing. And I just thought, you know, what a good thing to do for probably some of these players that will never be able to do that again. And you know, for him, Harbaugh and this donor to do this is pretty cool, and good for them. I mean, they played paintball. That was pretty cool to watch. Uh, see Rashawn Gary get in there and <laughs> say he was a sniper when he's playing and uh, watching Jim Harbaugh actually uh, toss the coin into the well. Oh, yeah. A wishing well or whatever. Uh, um, he, uh, I don't think it was wishing well. What was it? A fountain or something yeah. like that. But uh, wishing for a championship. No, and then saying the highest one was pretty cool because you know he's setting his goal high, man. That's what he's doing, and to see that was really cool, and to see him with his dad, that was really fun. And the oh yeah, they're hilarious. And the refugees and some of the people like that was really really cool, really cool to see that, and uh, um, some of the good things like that. I think get positives, but you're right; those are the kind of things I'm talking about. I'm getting, I get pissed off because I go. There's some great positive things that came out of it. And what did they do? They they revamp the headlines, and it just they show that they went there and all they do was screw around when a lot of times they didn't, you know. And yeah. some of the thing, positive things they don't even talk about because it's not headline news. It's Harbaugh getting kicked out. And then what do you do? You go, kicked out of what? And you click on it, and then you're reading it. But if it said you know, Michigan football and Jim Harbaugh has a good time, whatever there. No, no one wants to read that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Um, something that I was thinking about is I'm a part of me is a little bit surprised that no, nobody else out of all the other football programs in the country has kind of jumped onto this idea of taking trips Right. Um, part of me is a little bit surprised by that. Um, I, I feel and believe that there are a few places, uh, I mean, none in particular, but that would be like, oh, that's a cool idea. We should do that. But then there's also the other part of me that realizes that everybody would understand that you're copying something that Jim Harbaugh has done. <laughs> and you would probably get a lot of flack. Some people will get a lot of flack for it. There are right. some, some places where it would probably just be like, oh, you know, whatever, who cares? But it's just, I don't know. But then, of course, you know, it's going to be banned or disbanded or whatever, <laughs> some stupid thing that the NCAA is doing. You're but, right. They're already focusing on this. So, yeah. Yeah. But then um, a couple other things that I wanted to mention around this kind of Rome thing. And I know we're not getting into a whole lot of details with it, but they're still in Rome. So I'm sure that we're going to be talking about some of this next week. But a um, couple interesting things. One, I actually know somebody who's over in Rome right now, and oh, it's nice. almost kind of an accident. The only thing that sucks is that they're an Ohio State fan. Wow. Um Yeah, I'm not that close friends with him. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, he's a guy that I knew from uh, this area and everything, and he actually just got married, and they were supposed to have their honeymoon in Paris, but then somehow they just switched it last minute to go to Rome. I don't know how you do that, and you don't get a ton of fees or what, but. Anyways, supposedly that happened, and I, they had pictures of them in Rome, and I'm just like, dude, you're such a moron. <laughs> you could be really cool and be a Michigan fan and actually run into the Michigan football team, right? but you're not. So I thought that was interesting. But uh, something that I thought 
was kind of funny because it was brought up and talked about on social media a little bit. Uh, and I can't remember what he said, but somebody had talked about other potential trips that Jim Harbaugh had talked about wanting to do. Right. Um, did you see that? No, I just, yeah, I can see him doing that. Uh, there was something with uh, Africa, obviously, and I think South America, but he had a couple of specific countries in there, I believe. Right. But I can't think of what they were. But I was talking to somebody in, uh, somewhere on social media about it and everything, and I was just uh, making a joke of it, and I said they should have him go to Russia next year, and right. then he can meet with Putin. Right. And he can fix the current uh, situation between America and Russia, and he can be like uh, Rocky and Rocky Four and end the Cold War. <laughs> Drago. <laughs> yeah, and end the Cold War, and everybody can uh, call Harbaugh a hero, and they can play. Uh... They both can ride a horse together with no shirts on. <laughs> what is that from? Who? What? The horses with no shirts? Yeah, like Putin ran around. Oh, yeah. He, a, oh. he rode a horse with no shirt on. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, well, Jim Harbaugh is known for not wearing a shirt sometimes. So they I both remember. can do that. I remember that now, yeah. yeah. So it kind of fits both of them. Given the opportunity, I bet he do it. So yeah. well, I'm sure there's gonna be, there are going to be plenty of stories that we'll be talking about next week, too, because their Rome trip is not up yet. So Yeah, of course. So well, they'll continue to post uh, things happening in in Rome. So, but it'll be interesting to see what people say. That's you know the key in on that. What Caleb said is obviously key on those terms that they use. You know, on the headlines, that's always interesting. Yeah. Yep. So that's wordplay. It's that fake yeah. news and everything. So like signs, man. It's like a. People are really good at that. Yeah, that's a whole nother art form, kind of like trolling. So, yeah. all right, well, uh, we'll go ahead and get going here and then transition into some closing thoughts here before we end. All right, so yeah, like we said, we will be talking more about the Rome trip uh, next week. I'm quite certain of that. Uh, we wanted to get this episode in and done and out there so that we could get it out there before the draft. So I am certain that we will be talking about the draft as well next week. It'll be interesting to see if it is a uh, small conversation or if it's something big revolving around Michigan players. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and to see if it's, a, I think, a record-breaking for a draft for one team for NFL draft, I think. So it'll be really interesting to see how that goes. So Yeah. But, um, yeah, big year for Michigan as far as going into the draft as players. And uh, that just tells you how many players we lost. <laughs> so makes you go, huh, that kind of sucks, but. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a good draft for Michigan. I really do. There's a lot of key positions that these teams that Michigan falls right into place with. So, yeah, I'm definitely. I mean, it's you know they're going to be drafted. You never really know exactly how high. I'm I'm more of the type of person that's really interested to see what teams they land on. Right. Uh, I'm not. I don't really 
know well and follow well on the whole what they're worth and what round they're supposed to go to and, and things like that. But we'll kind of watch and see. So we'll be discussing that as well next week. So if you have any thoughts on anything that we've discussed or if you have anything we, you want us to discuss, you can always call our voicemail and leave us a message. And that's 551-258-3276. Easy to remember, 551-BLUE-BRO. Or you could send us an email, bluebrotherssportscast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you ever want to talk, get on social media. We're easy to find um, at Blue Bros and then underscore in either Caleb or Craig. So fit a lot in here in our, our time frame. But, uh, yeah, just a lot of kind of unexpected conversations this week. Yeah, I mean, me and uh... – Caleb and I are very, very proud, very proud that we've come a long way from being unknowns in the Twitter universe as far as Michigan fans with a podcast to able to jump on a OSU Trolls tournament <laughs> as the most annoying Michigan f- Twitter f- fans, and Caleb and I made the cut. So yeah. very cool to see <laughs> that, that that was interesting to say the least. So, it was. yeah, very. But uh, it's out there, and it's pretty funny to see. So we had a good time with that. I know I did. I'm I'm glad they know my Twitter handle because, <laughs> as I said in that conversation, I could not name you a single yeah, one. Seriously, and you absolutely right. I can't. I'm like you. I can't name right off the top of my head Ohio State Twitter guy. I can't. There's there's only there's there's the one guy who talks to us every once in a while who's like really reasonable like he's an actual normal fan. Yeah. I guess I would say I can't think of his name or think of his account. But then there's uh but then even two of the biggest accounts that went crazy this past weekend or week or whatever it was and did the whole uh who's the worst Michigan account kind of thing. I've already forgotten what they're was one of I feel like one was a Shane maybe or something like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I mean that's that's just because of this poll thing. So yep. I'll probably forget in a couple of days. So <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty interesting to see our names on there. So you know, I'm always thinking if they don't have us on there, we're not doing our job. So we got to try a little bit harder, I guess, to <laughs> get yeah a, get. I, Annoy him. Annoy him. I mean, the thing is about you and I is we're not trolls. We don't go out and look for Ohio State accounts and somebody posts something and we just rip on them and just, you know, do it that way. We don't do that. It's just, you know, we put our opinion out there and then we get trolls that jump on our Twitter handle and we go go at them a little bit. And then I'm usually kind of done. Like, all right, this is just going to keep continuing. And then I mute the conversation and then I'm out. So. Yeah, well, it's just like I don't tag anybody or right. any non-Michigan people or whatever. Right. I'm just like I, I'm a normal-ish, typical fan where it's just like if there's some funny to talk about, I'll talk about it. And it's just like you're at work and, I don't know, you're at the water cooler and you're talking crap about the game or whatever. You're not going out there and declaring it to the whole entire world. You're just having a conversation with people that you know. Yeah. And then somebody jumps in from across the room and it's just like, 
picking a fight and uh no ah uh, it's not Speaking what of happened. picking a fight and I want to I'm going to segue into this tell us about this new show that's coming up on MTV yeah. oh yeah I was thinking about maybe saving that until last time but since you brought it up let me see if I can find it um this is a little bit of a longer exit for us here but there is something coming to M- MTV supposedly if everybody knows and understands the uh, catfish, catfishing or catfish show or whatever, the people who made that were basically, I'm not going to go into it. Anyways, they're talking about doing this rival thing for MTV where if you have, I think it's only focused around an online rival um, rivalry. That's right. Yeah. Where there's basically two accounts, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or whatever, however you can have a rivalry. Um, they want to get people together, like <laughs> face to face, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. <laughs> so I, it's, I just don't understand how they're not going to be featuring a Michigan account like each and every week. <laughs> well, Mike, I actually went, this might be really good to watch. You know, and I'm like, I can name two people right now, right now, that I would probably pay to see get on there. And I know him pretty well. I don't know him well personally, but I know him from Twitter. But it would be really, really interesting to see. And it's kind of like in the Michigan area, but uh, to see these two go at it. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting, no doubt. But then I put in there, too, that that little clip thing from uh, the original Jurassic Park movie where it's just like you were people were so preoccupied on whether they could or they could or could not do something. that They didn't stop to think if they should. (laughs) Should. (laughs) So I don't know, man. I mean, it's uh, I don't know. Yeah, this will be interesting. Yeah, so we'll we'll see if that takes off and goes anywhere. So um, we're cutting long on time here, so we will go ahead and end things off. So we appreciate you guys tuning in this week. Hope you guys have had a good week as the week is winding down. Uh, And uh, if you're having a draft party or something, have fun. Hopefully we'll see some interesting things happen, but we will finish things off with Go Blue. Go Blue.